The Kutta Sikha is Chelek Yotas Re'ei Aleph. Very unique Sikha, different than some of the Sikhas we've been learning till now. Um, we're going to discuss the idea of Kalala, the idea of negative experiences that go on in the world, in Golos. And we're going to see it from the perspective of the Targum. The Targum Unculus and the Targum, the other Targum and the other translations that exist on Torah into Aramaic. So, the Pasha begins with the words, See, I place before you today, Bracha, blessing and Klala. Esa Bracha, the bracha, when you will listen to the mitzvahs that the Abister is commanding you today. If you don't listen to the mitzvahs, and you'll stray from the path, etc., etc. Next Pasik. When the will bring you to the land that you are inheriting. You will place the bracha. At Har Grizim, Vesaglala al Har Evil and the Klala at Har Evil. So this Klala is mentioned three times. First of all, Then in the third Pasak Vahaklala Imlay Sishmu, and the fourth time, Vesaklala al Har Evil. Okay. That Unculus Taiches translates the words Bracho Klala, Birchan, blessings, Vilutin, and curses. And so too does he translate the words Klala in the following Psukim. He translates them, the, the Lutin, or similar to that, meaning curses. In Targum Yenus and Aber, is a metargum dem vort uklala in the Tzvei Psukim, Bracha uklala, Vahaklala im Leisishmu, however, the Targum Yenison, and these first two Psukim, where it says Bracha uklala, and Pasuk number three, where it says Vahaklala im Leisishmu, he translates it Vichi Lufa, which literally means and its substitute, or something like that, and its exchange. Similarly, in Targum Yerushalmi, on the second one, when it says, Vaklala, in Leisishmu, it says, Vichilufehen. Also, it's similar to Vichilufa, it's substitute. It's substitution. I just want to point out that there are some opinions that say the Targum Yenison and Targum Yerushalmi is the same thing. As a matter of fact, they used to say, Biyarashatev is tough yud for Targum Yenison or Targum Yerushalmi, and they got confused. In other words, they got chilufad, uh, they got exchanged. Uh, there is another Targum Yerushalmi called Targum Yerushalmi Beis or Targum Ktoim. So uh, it could be that when the Rebbe refers here to Targum Yerushalmi, he's referring to Targum Yerushalmi Beis, because later in Ha'ara, in Ha'ara 23, the Rebbe actually brings from the Aruch that. That Targum Yenison is Targum Yerushalmi. But either way, there's two Targumim here. One that says V'chilufa on both, and one that says V'chilufehen on one of them. Either way, we find a huge difference between Targum Unculus and the other Targumim, where Targum Unculus says very clearly V'lutin curses, and Targum Yenison and Targum Yerushalmi say V'chilufa. 
davon verstehen, was ist der Tamashini zwischen die zwei Targumim in dem Abteil von Verklala, why is there a difference between the Targumim, the different translations, why do they translate it differently, the meaning of the word Klala. Noch mehr ist nicht verstanden, and even more is not understood, was in dem weiter dicken Pasuk, was a Klala al Harevel, the third, or the fourth Pasuk, where it says the third time, was a Klala, the word Klala is the Targum Yenis and Gufa Mishana. Und verteilt zum Wort Haklala nicht wie früher wie Chilufa, nur um Malate Taya wie der Targum Unkos. When it comes to the third time where it says was Haklala, Targum Yenison himself, who originally attached wie Chilufa to the word Klala, now says um Malate Taya, which is the same meaning as the word Vilutin, which means curses. So, question number one is why is Targum Yenison different than Targum Unkos? Where Targum Unkos says curses and Targum Yenison says wie Chilufa. And question two is, in Targum Yenison himself, why does he change earlier on saying V'chilufa, and the substitute, and later on saying Mulatataya, uh, uh, which means curses. Noch is Tamur in Targum Yenison. See if Bayes, we're going to ask another question on the whole concept of V'chilufa. What does it mean to exchange something, a klala, of, uh, with brachor, brachor with klala? Aleph, Klala is a musik vinyan for sich. Chilufa aber meint an umbait von a friyur dikin inyan ad sustand. Klala is an independent concept. Chilufa means that it's an exchange, a substitute for a previous situation. In other words, Klala isn't defined solely by being the opposite of bracha. As a matter of fact, the opposite of bracha is no bracha. Klala is its own thing. So when you say chilufa, you're not really properly translating the word klala. You're not giving the full translation that there's a whole situation called klala. That is not just a chilufa of bracha. Base, second point. Chilufa is shayach bat zveyin yonim, v'zaynin andersh einen von zveyten, v'z derbei beitmen zeyum, zeydarfen aber haben an anlichkeit zwischen sich. It's true that when you substitute one thing for another, they have to be two independent things, which is why you're, you're exchanging one for the other. But they still have to have some similarity between them. Which is why you can substitute one for the other. But if you have two totally opposite things, such as blessings and curses, how can you substitute one for the other? You know, if you want to have uh, something sweet, so you, if you don't want to use sugar, you use a sugar substitute. So it's also sweet. So it replaces this, but if you took, you can't substitute sugar, uh, sugar with salt because it's two totally opposite things. So how does the, the what does the Targum Yenison mean when he says that Kalala is the Chilufa, is the substitute for Brach? And to bring an example of this idea that when you're exchanging or substituting something for something else, there has to be a similarity or a connection between the two things, he brings in the brackets an example from the idea of Chilufa Isis. When we change the letters or exchange the letters to bring a different meaning to something. You can only exchange a letter with another letter if the two letters have a commonality, at least in some aspect. Now, says that the word va'ed is the same thing as the word echad if you exchange the letters. The Alter Rebbe brings us in Shayichud Ve'amuna, and he says over there that Shema Yisrael, the first pasuk, is Yichud Ilah. And Baruch Shem Kreem Achusei Leilam Vod Yichud Atata, the lower level of connecting uh, with the oneness of the Eibster. 
or connecting the Abister, the, the oneness of the Abister with the world. So the question is, where in Baruch Shem do you see the idea of Echad, of Yehuda? There's no, in Shema Yisrael says Hashem Echad, but in Baruch Shem. So he says that Ech, the void of, uh, void of Baruch Shem could be, could, be, could be read Echad or could, be, or could mean Echad if you, ch- you just change the letters. And he explains, how do you change the letters of void to Echad? The void the vav of Ed can exchange the aleph of echad. As they be designing from the osius aleph hey vav yud, they both both the aleph and the vav belong to this group of letters called. I saw sometimes it's called Ehevi or or aleph hey vav yud, which in the parentheses he explains like this: the commonality between these these uh, uh, four letters is number one osius hahemshich which means that all of these letters can be used as a continuation to a letter before it. For example, the word Boro has an Aleph at the end, uh, or, or Boro with a hay has a hay at the end, where it's the, the, the is the, or the, that letter is just a Hemshech, it's just a follow-up, a continuation of the letter before it. Oisius Hanoyach, all of these letters are silent letters. For example, in the word Bereshis, the Aleph is silent. It's there, but it's not pronounced. Oisius Hanashima means that in order to phonetically express uh, uh, any sound, any letter, you need to include these letters even if they're not in the word. For example, if you say B, so the B has an Aleph at the end. If you say B, there's a Yud at the end. If you say B, there's a Yud at the end. If you say Bu, there's a Vav at the end. In other words, any letter that you pronounce, you're going to have to rely on the Aleph, Hey, Vav, Yud, one of those letters, to, to say it out from your mouth, to breathe it out. So that's called Oisius Hanashima. So these four letters are Oisius Ahemshech. They are they're, they're continuation letters, which means they continue, they, they continue after the letter before it. Oisius Hanashimah, they're silent letters. Oisius Hanashima, they are necessary to express any other letter or word that's being said. So therefore, they create a category called Aleph, Hei, Vav, Yud. So therefore, the Aleph of Echad could become a Vav in Vaed. Similarly, you could take the Echad of the Ches of Echad and use it to exchange with the Ayin of Vaed. This is actually brought more commonly in Chesedus, where the different letters of the Aleph Beis come from different parts of the mouth. So the Moshul Beis, Vav, Mem, Pei come from the, from the mouth, from the outside of the mouth. Uh, from the lips. Um, um, come from the throat, from the back of the of the of the of the of the, of the throat. So therefore, aleph ches fit into one category. It's one of the moitzois one of the ways to express letters. And therefore, you can exchange this letter with that letter. So the aleph, the, the ches of echad becomes an ayin in vayed. In Echad and, and Vahed, they both end with a Dalit. So even though one is a large Dalit and one is a regular sized Dalit, but nevertheless, they're both a Dalit. So we see that in every case, uh, uh, all these examples when we're exchanging one letter with another letter is because they, they, they're connected to each other. There is something that is common amongst them that because of that, even though they're different letters, this is an Aleph and this is uh, a Vav, but they both uh, belong to the same group. 
and therefore they could be exchanged. But going back now to Baracha and Klala, where we see no similarity, no commonality between Baracha and Klala, quite the contrary. They are the opposite of one another. How could you say that the word Klala means Chilufa? Means an exchange, means a substitute. Klala is its own thing. Especially since you're trying to say that it's the, that it's the Chilufa of Baracha, when Klala and Baracha have absolutely no connection to each other. So that's the question. That we have in the word v'chilufa. So in Sif Aleph, we asked question number one: Why does Targum Yenison have a different title than Targum Unklus? Number two: Why does Targum Yenison himself say different things? Earlier he says v'chilufa, and later he says umalatataya. In Sif Beis, we asked: How do you even use the word v'chilufa on klala when it doesn't accurately des- uh, uh, describe what klala is, what the translation of the word is? And certainly, how can you say that one thing, klala, is a substitute for bracha if they are they have no connection to each other? Their beer and them and Sif Gimel were going to explain that the difference between Targum Unculus and Targum Yainusin is that Targum Unculus is giving us the literal translation of the words, and Targum Yainusin is expanding to explain to us more of the context and the idea of what is being said. And that's why there's a difference between the way each of them taich translate the word Uklala. Their beard and them, their untershade bechlaut, so targum unculus and targum yenus, and the general difference between the targum unculus and targum yenus and the yushalmi, by stating them, was the targum unculus types diverted lifipsudishal mikra. The targum unculus translates according to the simple understanding of the pasik, the basic pshat. We didn't get sell to erter, even in some instances. Lifi in yonai, he gives more of a context, of a psudishal inyan, but always the most basic literal context. Over the Targum Yenison Vyrushalmi is become of a Kama Makemis, Taichter Nita, Nitna Dampshat. There is Mesif Beer, Brankman Rashi Chazal, Dinim Unazay Viter. But in the Targum Yenison and Yerushalmi in various places, not only do they touch the Pshat, but they add explanation. They bring in, they include Medrashim, and sometimes even Dinim, even relevant halachas that are based on what's being said, are included in the, Talmud, in the Targum Yenison. So, so there's much more of an expanded uh, uh, context. In the Targum Yenison than there is in the in Targum Unculus. Under river. Is Unculus, was his Mephaist of Pasaksovim, Metagendem Vard Ukla Levelutin. Therefore, Targum Unculus, which is here to give us the basic, literal translation of the word, Klala means Velutin curses. But if you want to look at the Medrish perspective, the deeper perspective, there's a, there's, there's a question raised here. The Pasuk is saying, I, the Eibishter, is giving you today. It's coming from Hashem. Is Vikem and Dotaichnaz, the Eibishter is Nesim. How can we say that here the Eibishter is giving this? Knowing what the Gemara says, that when someone gives something, he gives generously. Certainly when the Eibishter gives, he gives generously. So how could you say that the Eibishter over here, Gita Zach, versus the Eibich von Teva Bracha? That the Eibishter is giving something that is the opposite of good and of blessing. Lutin. We know that nothing bad comes from above. And from the mouth of the Eibishter above, bad, evil doesn't come. So we know that nothing bad comes from the Eibishter. So how can you say that that I, the Eibishter, is giving Klala? 
if you were to translate it velutin like the unculus, which is the literal translation. Therefore, Targum Yenison expands, explains what we're talking about over here. Here, Klala means the word Vichilufa, which means the, the, the substitute, the replacement for the Bracha. Dos heist. Dos was as vertaninu from Klala, is it nit mitzadam anechinesen? The fact that Klala becomes here is not coming from the anechinesen from the Ebishter. Nor mitzadam mekabal, it's coming from or because of the recipient. Dochdem was der mekabal is shaleki deboi, when the recipient conducts himself not appropriately. Vert od di bracha. Before it reaches the recipient, it becomes ibergebitten. It becomes exchanged. It becomes substituted. That because of the deeds of the recipient, it becomes changed into a klala. And others, David is giving down bracha. But if a person is not deserving of it, and the person has the power to, to change that which is coming from the Abishter into Klala. And like similar to Maisa, a Kabul from Tishmo, Mitzvah Hashem Alekecha. Hashem Alekechem. Bring them an Echinesh and Bracha. Just like if, we, if you do listen to the Abishter, then this brings the Bracha of the Abishter. So similar to that, if a person does not listen, then the person is taking what the Abishter is giving and is through their own actions, changing it into uh, the opposite of bracha. So because Targum Yenison has, so to speak, the liberty to expand, so rather than touch it literally and leave us with a question, how can you have Klala come from the Abishter? He says, it's not coming from the Abishter. The person is changing something uh, before it reaches him. And therefore, by the time it reaches the person, it becomes a Klala. But later in the uh, later Pasik, where he's talking about uh, there it's not talking about the Abishter is giving it, but Abishter is talking to Meshe Rabbeinu. So over there he doesn't have the problem that he has to say, how could you tie Shklala to mean curses if it's coming from the Abishter? So over there, yeah, Targum Yenison can stick with the Pashtab Shat. Is echt Yenison me Targum kipshuta umulatataya? Because once it's not coming from Anoichi Noisin, you could say simple, it means, it means clawless. So therefore, that explains the difference between Targum Yenison and Targum Unculus. The question is going to be that it still doesn't truly satisfy our problem. How could Klala come from the Abishter? After all, it says Anechi Nesen Klala. And we're going to explain, which is a, a, a difficult but classic concept in Chesidus especially, that the Klala that we see is actually a bracha in disguise. And we're going to elaborate on that in the coming Asias. However, not yet clearly understood. How can you say that it's not coming from the Ebishter? No, it's happening to the actions of the recipient. The very Pasek says, I am giving. Then he says, So it's clear that the words are connected to the words Especially that it says with the connecting Vav implies that 
<coughs> so how the, can you tell me that the, that it's not coming from the Abishter if it does come from the Abishter? It says clearly, It's the beer of and here is the explanation. The whole concept of translation, of the, coming from the Lashon HaKadosh into Aramaic or other languages of translation, Itzulib Eden is for Yidin. In other words, the Bayit Hatev, he says in the Ha'ara, when maybe Shterabeinu translated the Teda, that was so the Yidin could be able to explain Teda to the other nations. But the Targumim that were done for Yidin, such as Targum Unkelos, is Gekumen to live Golos Veshibut Venitin. They came because of Golos. The Yidin were enslaved in whatever country they were in. Vesmach was the Matzav Zech Keshafen, the Neitikat, the Metagam, and the Teda. And because of the situation that they were in, created the necessity to be after transfer the Teda in the Fashidin of the Shainus, from the Ayanumas and the various different languages of the 70 nations. So, in other words, the whole idea of Targum, the whole idea of translation of Teda, represents the idea of Golos. Over in them Gufas and Efran Sveifanim. However, there's two different ways how the Yisuri, how the troubles, how the suffering of Golos is seen and interpreted. Which was translated in Bavel. Bavel was the place of Golos where the Yidin were exiled at that time. And therefore it expresses the intensity of the darkness and of the concealment. I believe he brings the yes in the Haradah 22. He says, says that you led me through darkness, through dark tunnels. This refers to the Gemara that's learned in Bavel because because it, it's in a state of darkness. So over there we see the Yisurim, the suffering, literally. It's a curse. We're suffering. So Targum Unkelis goes very literal. Targum Unkelis is in, is, is in Golos. is in the darkness of the Golos. And therefore when he sees suffering, he says it as it is. Which were done in Eretz, were translated in Eretz Yisrael. The concealment, the darkness was not so intense. So they have the ability to see the inner dimension of this experience, the deeper version of it. Similar to what we said that the style of translation is that they reveal the, the, the secrets of Torah. So too, when they see an experience, they see it, uh, they see the secret of it, they see the, the uh, inner dimension of it, and not just the way it's seen externally. And therefore they teach that the suffering of Golos is actually Chilufa. Just like we explained earlier in Siv base that Chilufa means it's two things that are from the same category, they're just a little bit different. Similarly, they're saying over here that when you see Klala, when you see Yisuri Golos, what you're seeing is Chilufa. You're seeing really something that's very closely connected to Bracha. Because it's all it's changing is how the bracha is drawn down. But the intent of it and the purpose of it and the, 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 the deeper element of it, the truth of it, is Teva Bracha. Is good, is blessing. So this is a very important Nakuda. That 
Targum Yenison and Targum Yerushalmi, which are not as deep in Golos as Unkulus is, are able to see that there is a deeper level here, and therefore they say when you see Yesurim, it's actually related to Bracha. It's actually a Bracha is just being expressed differently. Like it says in Parshish Ekev, that the Abish there caused you pain, he caused you hunger. Because as the as a person would chastise or would punish his son, Hashem is punishing you. But there's a purpose for it. Like it says in the Pasuk later, you should keep, you should observe the mitzvahs of Hashem. To walk in his path, in his ways, to fear Hashem. And then it says, that the Abish said that way could bring you to a good land. The whole purpose of the of the of the suffering was in order to refine the Yidin. So that way they could be able to receive the revelation, from the Gula, the, the, the lofty revelations of the Gula. So you see over here that really the Vayan Ravyarivecha was a bracha. It was a bracha because, in the way it's saying it over here, because there's obviously there's, there's different ways of, of packaging it, and we'll see weiter, but over here the way he's saying it is, it's similar to Vayancha that it was in order to bring a zichuch and prepare them for the higher giluyim of the geula. So therefore it was a, it was a form of bracha. And it's being said in Targum, in Aramaic, in a translated, in a translated uh, language, for some pastors is the matarof on yeder targum. Seemingly, the, the the purpose of a translation as ech pshutei am was vashtein it kain lashon akedish. So on kind of vashtein yanetayda that people, simple people that don't necessarily understand Hebrew or lashon kedish will be able to understand words of tayda. This says that tam pnimi from klal of the galus zakun it nartu tamid rechamim, which means that the reasoning. And, and the deeper understanding of Golos, of, 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 of a Klola, is not being said solely to the Tamid Rechamim. The Golos did not impact them so much. But primarily we're talking to the simple people. That the concealment, the darkness of Golos had such a strong impact that they have to depend on translated Tehra. To them too, we are explaining that the inner, deeper core of of klala, of the suffering of Golos, is actually bracha. So this explains why what shot when 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 say What they're saying is they're not saying that it's actually klala and they're just calling it chilufa. And, and it's, it's dependent because of the mice of the person. To take it to the, to, to, to the deeper level, what they're saying is that it's actually bracha. It's expressed in a negative way, but it's actually bracha. However, if you remember, Targum Yenusin, when it came to the third time, he said, if, if they see the Tevu bracha in Galos, in, in, in the Yusurim of Galos, so why doesn't he, why does he say umalatataya? Why doesn't he here too? Does he say vichilufa? So he explains. This is when you're starting the parsha, when you're introducing the idea, and you're sort of giving a summation of what we're going to talk about. 
The Sezim and Zog, Klolis in your Aveda, Tichon of Atachlisa, when you're giving it, you're introducing the person to the general Aveda and the purpose of it. Demol Zog, when the Tachlis and the Kavana Pneumis from Klolis, we tell him that the ultimate goal and purpose of the Klola is the Bracha. But when we approach the actual when the Abish is going to bring you to the land that you're going to inherit, when you got to get down to work, at this point, we have to impact and penetrate the Nefesh Bamas at this point, it is required of us that we actually translate it literally. Melatataya. Curses. That was even though the whole purpose of it is the brachas that are within, and therefore it can come from the Yabishter because ultimately it's a bracha. But now when we got to get to work, we tell the Yitzhara, it might be a bracha in the long term. But right now it's a melatataya. It's a curse. But none of them even came in the and the And that's the only way to control the Yitzhara. Like the brother says, that a person should always show aggressiveness or anger towards the Yitzhara because otherwise the Yitzhara feels a free reign. He could, he, he, he could, if you're too soft, then the Yitzhara could do whatever he wants. So therefore we have to show a strong hand to the Yitzhara so he shouldn't be tempted to try to take us down the wrong path. So to the Yitzhara we say, Malatataya, it's curses, it's bad, it's suffering. Even though we know that the tachlis of it is bracha. But when we're approaching it, when we're dealing with it, as far as the Yitzhara is concerned, he has to see it for what it is. It's suffering, and that's the way we can control the Yitzhara and not have it lead us down the wrong path. So now we have a very gishmakex understanding of what's going on over here. That, that, that the, uh, the Targum Yenison and, and Yerushalmi are telling us that a person sees Yisurim and Galos, he should know that Ba'atzim, it is Chilufa, Ba'atzim, it's just a, 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 a replacement, or a, a, another expression, rather, of Bracha. But when it comes to the Aveda, we have to know that there's, taka, there's difficult times, there's difficult things, and, uh, we, and that's how we control the Yitzhara. So now, one might think that this is, this is how, we, uh, how we survive Galos. We tell ourselves, oh, there's a Bracha at the end. So he's going to say in CFA that it's not just something to make life easier for us. It's actually in reality, uh, uh, the, the, the greatest bracha could be expressed, dafka, in something that doesn't look like a bracha at all. That's what we're going to learn on in CFA. And the fact that the Torah tells us through the Targum Yenison, that the Klola, which is being given by the Abishter, is Chilufa, is only is another expression of Bracha, is Nit nor Midder Kavonot, so for Leichter and the Aveda for it's not just for the purpose of making the Aveda of the Yid easier, it's actually part of the very idea of Bracha Klola. To explain this from the perspective of Chassidus, let us first introduce preface the idea as the Tzutish al Mikron as a Zerich Mefarish and Medrash Rabba, dog gate on Nechi Nesin of Akadis Barhu. Tzutish al Mikra, who is the Don Nechi, even though Mesh Rabbein was Chumish Dvarim, Mesh Rabbein was doing the speaking, but when it says the A on Nechi Nesin of Nechem, who is the Anechi? It's the Abishter. And Medrash Rabba says the same thing. Chesh tells the Shaila, and here comes an interesting question. The Baal does a Nechi Nesin is Echef and Shemes. 
We know the expression is the highest level of the eye of the, of the expression of the Ebishter. That it can't even be uh, 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 hidden inside of a, le- not a letter, inside of the, even the tip of the letters. Using the terminology of the Zayar, it is the Simplest, most perfect oneness of Hashem. To vi is shayich to zogin as v'nachdus apshutas or kumenek netzveteri v'nam shacha v'klala chilufa. So how is it possible to say that from the most perfect, most oneness of Hashem, there should be another, another expression? In other words, at this point, the way we understand it is that achdus apshuta means that it's beyond division. It can be divided into various different expressions or various different manifestations. So the question is, how can you go from achdus apshuta into the fact that there's two ways it can go? It can either go bracha or it can go chilufa. How is it possible? Is it in them al so we, we can expl- understand this as it is explained in other places in Chassidus. Not like we asked in our question that oneness is higher than division. The ultimate oneness is expressed specifically through division. When there is one core that is expressed into various different manifestations, especially when some of these manifestations are opposite one to another, this in itself is the proof that the original core does not have any uh, uh, definition. It's beyond definition, it's beyond description. No, it is so, it is so uh, uh, beyond Description it is so it's so simply perfectly one. That because of that, no expression is a problem. No expression is a, is beyond it. In other words, when you have a person that's good at something, so he's good at one thing and he does that thing very well. When you have a person that is multi-talented, then he could do much of different things. And, the, and the, the more he can accomplish, the more the various different things that he can do, the greater it makes such a person. Obviously, this is all within within Elam Hazer. Now, try to utilize uh, that that idea in 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 Ruchnius. when you're talking about Elokus, the way it comes down in a more limited way, Memalokalalmin or something like that. Then Elokus is limited to the expression of that specific darge level of Elokus. But when you go to the highest level of Anoichi, at that point, if you're going to say that he can't express itself in this way or in that way, then, then you're taking away the ability. Like he says, that if, if, to say that the Abishter is Bli Gvul, that in itself is a Gvul. The Abishter is higher than Gvul and Bli Gvul. So therefore, when you're talking about Achtus Hapsuta, the, 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 the core, the most deepest, most core of a Lakus, from that level, nothing is beyond it. Even, even uh, division is beyond it. Even opposites are, are, are beyond it. Anything can come from Achtus Hapsuta. And now, so now that we follow this reasoning, so first of all, this answers our question. It's such a high level, therefore, bracha can come from it, and chilufa can also come from it. Bracha that is expressed in a negative, in a negative package can also come, because 
Achtosapsuta is beyond the 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 not being able to express itself in any way. But now we realize something even greater than that. So now, how does Achza Sapsuta express itself? Through Chilufa. Because if it's a bracha, it's coming, then you don't know. If the bracha is coming from a, from, from a, a lower level, well, of course, that can only do bracha. Or is it coming from a higher level? But if it's coming in a more form of Chilufa, it has to come from the highest level. So now the highest level of Achza is best expressed. Through Chilufa. Kumtois, as the Ramshach has alakus lamata durch dem kav, is kiviyochel hecher, untifer, vidi amshachin in an eifen from bracha v'tev begali. So that would imply that, that when, when alakus comes down through the Chilufa, it's actually on a higher level and on a deeper level than the, than the bracha that comes in a revealed way. So this idea that that we were saying that the 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 klala is actually just a chilufa of bracha is not just a feel good idea that we're saying don't worry there's this bracha coming but it's actually it's part of his definition because we're talking about anaychi because we're talking about the abister achdes absuta that is beyond uh, 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 um, division or non division beyond the ability to say that this cannot come from the from from this level. So therefore, when we see Chilufa, where is it coming from? It's coming from Akhtas It's coming from Anoichi. So the Chilufa is actually on a higher level than the, 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 the Chesed HaGoli, revealed goodness. But thus is Masi, Midem, was the Alter Rebbe's and this is consistent. The Alter Rebbe explains B'Signa Nacher, a little bit of a different style, but the same idea, as Pnimius, in Yanei Surim, is Pchines Teif and Alma Discasia, that the deeper idea of Yisurim is actually the good that is coming from Alma Discasi, from the hidden worlds, from Yudkei, from Shemavaya, was his Hecher, from Teva Galui, the Yudkei, Vavkei, Vavkei is the revealed good, which is the lower level. And Yudkei is the hidden good, which is the higher level, which is expressed in suffering, but really it's the higher level of Hashem's goodness. The Teva Galui, that is, sorry, the Teva, the Avama Discasia, is hidden kindness. They're so lofty, they're so great, that they cannot be expressed in revealed ways. So high that we, the, 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 the dwellers of this physical world, are not able to grasp this intense Chesed. And therefore, to us, it seems like something else. But really, what it is, is chasadim amichusim that comes from Alma Galia, that comes from the Yudke, from the higher level of Shem Avaya. And this also is the deeper explanation of this Pasuk, which it says that the one who Hashem loves, He rebukes. The deeper meaning of it is, as the Inyan from Yehavavaya, literally it means that Hashem loves someone, then he, the, 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 sometimes there has to be a union of Yechiach. Here he says, to the, the deeper touch is more than that. Not just that the Abister is Mechiach, someone he loves, but that the union from Yehav Avaya, the grace of Avon, Kiruv, Meyuchot, and Abishton, that Nimshech and Nefim from Yechiach. That how does the Abister express his Ava and his, his great love and his Kiruv, Meyuchot, his unique closeness to the, of the Abister to this person is in Yechiach, in Chesod and Nistarim, in hidden kindness. From Chesed, because revealed kindness is the lower level of Chesed. 
and 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 concealed kindness is the higher level of chesed. And therefore, how does the Abishta express his greater love is through chesed and because it's the higher level of chesed, even though we don't get that. So now that we understand this a little bit better, now that we understand not only that 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 Yesurim are are lead to better things and that there is a bracha at the end of the road, but actually that the Yesurim is the higher level of, of, of bracha, the higher level of chesed. Now we understand the, the use of the term chilufa. Now we understand why we're using the term chilufa because in truth they are actually brachas. They're even higher than the revealed brachas. This is not chilufa and iber biting the yefani ashba. It's just a difference in how it is expressed. Because it, at their source, they are even higher than the chasadim gluim. So therefore, we call them chilufa because it's really a bracha. I'm giving you bracha and I'm giving you higher brachas. Greater brachas that I can't even uh, uh, express to you as a bracha, so it comes out looking like a chilufa, like something else. But in order for these to come in, down in a revealed way, that with our own eyes we should be able to see that, that it's chesed. Through the fact that you know and acknowledge that these su- this suffering is actually the concealed kindness of Hashem, was coming from the Mabish Nuts coming from Hashem, and So this inspires them. This brings out within them that they should rejoice in the suffering. Because they know that it's the Abish's kindness. Then this will also reveal. Now, once the person is rejoices with it and recognizes it and acknowledges it to the point of Simcha, so this reveals its source, its, 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 its truth. Even now, as Hashem that the Abish there will give goodness in a revealed way. So, the, the Sikha here is touching upon a very, uh, um, if I might say, sensitive topic about Yisurim and suffering and, and that when we, when, it, when we suffer in Golos, it's actually a revealed, it's actually uh, uh, um, the kindness of Hashem. It's actually similar to what we had, the Yechichan Meisha She'eavon, we had the Sikha in Parshas Dvarim, that, that um, because of Meisha's Ava. Because he, he, he didn't do the the, 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 the Baitusim said, give us give us chesed agali, take us straight into Yisrael. And the Meshir Rabbeinu, what he did is he made he didn't go through the midbar. Because the ultimate ava is expressed when you push, when you discipline, when you make it difficult. Because that's what's what's the ultimate gift, the ultimate chesed that the person needs um, at the end. So in the other thirty-seven, he mentions. He mentions um, where he brings three different things, which are all mentioned here in the Sikha. In other words, uh, uh, in, in Si'if Dalid, he mentioned that, that at the end, there is the, through, through the, the Zichach of Yesurim, there is, uh, through the refining oneself, through suffering, there is uh, uh, the Giluim of the Geula. And then here he said that to, the, the idea that. That um, the Abishter's Chesed is revealed through 
the 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 and then he said about the union of smechim biyisurim. So it's really three different ideas. In the Kutzik Chelik Aleph, it expresses it very beautifully, where he says like this. In Peri, it says that the Alter Rebbe talks about yisurim in three places. In Peri Chavav, he says the Kibuli Besimcha. That you should be makabel the yisurim besimcha, and through that a person is zeichel lasad lavei to tevanir vanigla. That Mashiach comes, he'll merit to the revealed goodness. So the Rebbe says over there that a, the only problem with that is is you have to wait until lasad lavei. Then he says in the guest that the simch of beis. He says that a person should be mefashvish b'maisav. A person um, uh, who's going through suffering should should should, should uh, look look within himself and recognize that the, the love of the Abishter, That just like a father washes off the dirt of his only child, even though the father is a king and it's not uh, 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 honorable for him to do so, but it's his child and he loves his child. The pasuk is imrachat Hashem tzayas b'neistzian that the Abishter is doing that for us. And when a person when a person reflects that love of Hashem back, this will be made by him in Ava, and then he'll recognize that the Yisurim are really are, are, are really part of the Abish's kindness. So the Rabbi says over there that Taki, you don't have to wait till Lasid Love, you don't have to wait till Mashiach comes, but you have to have his bananas, you have to contemplate on this, and you have to think about it, and you have to be made if to awaken an Ava to Hashem, which is also a difficult thing to do. He says in the Geras, Akedisim and he says that, 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 that uh, when a person goes through suffering, he should know that he's being tested. And through uh, 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 overcoming the test, through passing the test, th- this brings down the Teva Nireva Nigla. So the Rebbe says over there, over here, you don't have to wait for Lazid Lavi. You don't have to wait for Eisairus of Ava. But, Miyad, as soon as a person passes the test, and even though, even though there was just a little bit of suffering, it could, it could bring the Teva Nireva Nigla. And the Rebbe concludes over there that the Rebbe had told a story that 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 the ben Yechoi sent his son to get a bracha, and he came back and saying the bracha didn't sound like a bracha, and Rabbi ben Yechoi explained why it was really a bracha. He explained the the the, the, the hidden messages. So the question was uh, over there: Why did if 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 it had to be tev chesed anelam, then why did Rabbi ben Yechoi reveal it? And the Rabbi says that Rabbi ben Yechoi through and my love Rabbi ben Yechoi, my love pnimi satera is that. You don't have to even wait to pass the test, but right away you could translate everything and Mela go straight to the Teva Nireva Nigla. So, uh, so of course, uh, w- w- when there is y- Yisurim, in this suffering, we have to recognize that it's that's Chesed Anelam, that it's the revealed, revealed goodness. We have to recognize that it's a test. We have to recognize that we have to be, we be joyful about it. But uh, 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 through learning Chesidus, we are able to bring down, we translate it immediately into Teva Nireva Nigla, and we should be Zeichah that we should see Teva Nireva Nigla. See Vov. Now we're going to go to the Haftedas, the Haftedah of the Shabbos, which is Vatemer Tzi and Azavani Hashem, and to the Shiva Dinechem, to the whole idea of the seven Haftedas that uh, are said between Tisha B'Av and Reish Hashanah, that speak about the Nechama, the comfort and consolation that the Abishter gives to the Yidin. Now we understand the connection between this parsha and the haftera of this week. And with the seven hafteras in general of the shiva and the hafteras speak about the, uh, the the comfort that the abishter himself comforts the yidden. This is next week. Next week's shaved him. He says twice. I I will comfort you. Which is even higher than matantera. Where there's only one time where it says anechi. When I say that in the hafteras get the greater aspa from verab tuv levais yisra. 
Yisrael. Also in the Aftar of Nitzavim, it speaks about the great, the abundant goodness. For the Yid, Nitna Tev Stam, not just goodness, but Rav Tuf, which in other, uh, outside of these seven weeks, we don't really find these lofty levels. So we see that there's a major Giluya, major revelations, and a lot of goodness. Why is that? Was the time there for needs in the Zman for Shivid in the Chem to wear in his Galadik Sodom and Husim? Because in the set these seven weeks of consolation of comfort is a revelation of the hidden kindness that was having given Bahalton in the Gimel de Purnissa, which were concealed during the three weeks of suffering of the three weeks before Tishabov. In order 42, he says he, he brings that. The churban and yisurei agolus who machmas oitzem avarabo v'chesed apnimius that the churban based amigdash and the suffering of golus is from the intensity of the great love and the deep kindness that the Abister has. And that's why Tishbab will be a Yomtev. Because Tishbab is going to be the transformation or we're going to see that what was going on all along was the Avarabba, the Oitzem, Avarabba, the intense, the strong, deep love of the Abister. It's very strong Oitzius. So in the Shiva, the Nechemte, we'll be able to begin to experience this, 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 this uh, Gilu, the revelation of these Chasadim. As we mentioned before, because of where they originate from, with not, we were not able to see it in a revealed way. On the outside, on the externally, it seemed like suffering and uh, negativity. And the idea of these, uh, what's accomplished, what's achieved in these seven weeks, is that this higher level of good, which could not be revealed until now, does come to us in a revealed way. And also the way it's done, the order, and how it, the re- revelation comes about is also hinted in the Avtedis, in Avtedis Pashasenu, I said before Timothy and Zvani Hashem. That was Akev. Uh, so, in the, specifically in that Avtedis, we're going to see this, this connection. The Ravud Raham brings from Medrash Atam Laftedis when the Shivit and the Chemta Vesidim. Ravud Raham is very famous. Ravud Raham, we explain, brings the Medrash and explains very beautifully the order of the seven of the seven weeks. What's happening? The next Laftedis, Dr. Rebbe said to the Neviim Nachamu Nachamu Ami. The first Laftedis, Shabbos Nachamu. Now, Rebbe says to the Neviim Nachamu, "Go comfort my people." As they are entreating the Yidden, that they should comfort the Yidden. Of them come there. So in the second week, the Yidden answer back, that Tzian says, Hashem neglected me. That to, to, to depend on the Nevi'im for their comfort is as if Hashem forgot about them. They wanted to come straight from Hashem. So in this week's Haftarah, the third Haftarah, where the Yebishter, where the Nevi'im convey to Hashem that this, that the, that the, the, the Yidin, the Aniyah, the, the poor person, but in the, in the, in the feminine, uh, is not comforted. Zokt after the Yebishter, in their fetal after the Onechi, Onechi, Menachem, it's now in the fourth after the Yebishter answers back, I, I, Hashem himself, as it will comfort them, as a nemt on their tviya, he accepts their, their, their argument, and Ere Alain Tresti, and he alone, he himself is going to comfort the Yidin. And then comes the fifth and the sixth. That the woman that couldn't give birth is now going to 
stand up and sing. Stand up and shine because your light has come. But this is the Nechamas, the comforts that the Abishter is giving to the Yidin. To that, the Yidin respond in the Zibir after in the last and the final seventh after. Says us is Bahavai, I will rejoice with Hashem. As eat Nacht and with the Abishter, I'll entrace it that now that the Abishter himself has comforted them. I could rejoice with Hashem. I, my, my soul could be jubilant with my Hashem. Maybe they could rejoice with Hashem. So this is a beautiful idea. That, that these seven Avtedas are actually a back and forth where the Abishar sends the Nevi'im to comfort the Yidin. The Yidin come back and say, we don't want the Yidin, we want the Abishar himself. The Abishar accepts the argument and says, okay, I will comfort you. And then he goes and he comforts the Yidin. And the Yidin say, okay, now we're happy. Now that we have the Abishar himself, we could be happy. It's the first is omniscient, he knows everything. The Abishar knows the future. From the get-go, that the, the Nechama, the comfort from the Nevi'im will not be accepted by the Yidin. And he himself, the Abishar, was going to comfort the Yidin. So why did he wait until the Yidin come back with this argument that the Hashem forgot about us? Hashem neglected us. But now that we understand that we're, not, we're dealing with a whole other picture. We're dealing with Yisurim, suffering, that is truly a bracha from Hashem, but it's such a great bracha that it expresses itself in a negative package. So, if we come from that perspective, we understand better what happens over here. Since we're in a time that is coming right after the great descent of Tisha B'Av, it's possible that the Yidin would suffice with the Necham of the Nevi'im. At least we don't have Tisha B'Av. At least we have something. Especially since it's a double comfort. So it'll, it'll, it'll make them feel better. But that would mean that the Yidin are accepting it as a punishment, as a curse, and therefore they need to get out of it as soon as possible. And therefore even the Nevim could comfort them from a negative event. But, and the, you wouldn't see this idea that within this suffering is hidden the, 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 the very lofty kindness of Hashem. But since the, uh, even after the Nevi'im come to do the Nachmu, Nachmu, Ami, the Yidin are still arguing, saying that we want, that this means Hashem forgot about us. As Nit, not it not only it is not enough, we want more. This means this is we feel this is, we feel neglected by Hashem. This means they say we want Hashem. We know this more. We know that what we were experiencing till now was only a, 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 a substitute to a blessing. That really there's hidden kindness here. And therefore they're saying this is not the ultimate purpose of Golos. Because there's such an intense negativity, this is the greatest proof that there's such a such a such a lofty kindness that's waiting for us. This level of kindness, this level of comfort that only the Abishter could give. This knowledge, this acknowledgement, this itself brings the revelation. 
The Rebister is masking the Tainah. The Rebister accepts the Tainah. He agrees with it. As the Nechama of the Nevim is not masking, that the Nechama from the Nevim is not enough. And Nia Seir Alein Nechama, which is the Aftera of this week. And Baruch Hu Alein Zogt, and Nechi, and Nechi, who Menachemchem, and the Rebister himself says next week that I, the Rebister himself, is the one who comforts the Yidden. Bees vies vezayim bishleimus and the Gulam mitzvah shleima. Was done with Benzen the Goli of any Basar the Chasadim from Nebishin Beteva Nidav Nigla until it'll be in the most complete form with the Gemara Tzashlema, which then we will see in a revealed way with our eyes of flesh. The kindness of the Nebishin in a revealed and visible way may be speedily nowadays.